This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, with today being the day that all the ghosts and goblins come out to play. We're looking for some of your most nightmarish home improvement disasters. Now, every fix or remodel idea doesn't go as planned, and we want to hear where it went wrong, then we'll see where we can help out. I'm going to give my disaster that happened. I don't know if Java's ever heard this story, but but I'm going to give my disaster that happened years ago, and it was a $50,000 mistake by yours wow. truly. Yeah. So anyway, would you catch it on fire? Or <laughs> Join the conversation almost opposite. <clears throat> Join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. So how are you fellas doing today? Doing great. Blessed to be here. There you go. So ready, I, uh, ready to get going uh, this evening. This evening, oh yeah, yeah, I can oh, see yeah. by your shirt. Yeah, you're very Halloweeny today. I'm, I'm Halloween today. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna call Jeff the Halloweeny today. Uh-oh. So here we go. <laughs> nice, right? Oh come on, that's not real on the phone. Okay, we'll talk about that in just a second. So what are you guys working on? Dale, go ahead. <clears throat> right now, I you know we, we're working on it, trying to do as many roofs as we can before the weather get bad. We've been um. It's going to rain tonight, though, right? Yeah, so we finished yeah, up. Probably. Yeah. Quite a few. Um, basically, you know, that's what I've been doing. All right, um, what's the smallest project you did in the past week? Man, the smallest. Come on, you turned a screw somewhere at some point. I would say um, a light fixture um, needed a, a bolt. That was about the smallest. You know, it was just leaning, and we um, took another one from another uh, old one, and mm-hmm. Patched it up like that. Okay. That's about well, that's not bad. Yeah. Just a boat. All right. Jeff? Well, mine's similar. We uh, we screwed a credit card machine to the side of the table that the cabinet that the cash, reg- cash register was sitting on. Uh-huh. Screwed it in there. Yeah. You? I mean, it's... All by yourself? It, well... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, with the wife. Right, right. <laughs> All right, folks. It is. Uh, <laughs> this is Fix It One Hundred and One. Let's go ahead and go to the phones. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you for that. Okay, what looked so odd to me earlier is that uh, there's someone on the line named Angie, and she's from a place called Denmark, Mississippi, which I did not know existed until just this moment. How's it going, Angie? It's going fine. Uh, I do have a, a question. Yes, ma'am. I've got a metal roof that was put on the house, brand new house, in 2000. And the screw heads where the washers were to seal the screw to the roof mm-hmm. are starting to deteriorate. What yep. can I do? Yes, ma'am. Uh, gentlemen? Well, mm-hmm. you know, it's 18 years old. Um, th- those That's a rubber, uh, it's a rubber gasket. And... Um, uh, the only thing you can do is remove the old screw, put a new screw in. Yes, yeah, which is common. Up. Well, sure. Yeah, there's one or two ways. You can, uh, <clears throat> like you say, you can remove that screw and put a larger one in, 
with a with the same washer, just a little bigger size screw. Or what we do in some cases like that, we'll reseal every screw with a um, a high silicone, you know, um, a real mm-hmm. good silicon. You know, go over it, you know, make a little dot. And then we have another technique we use. Uh, it's like a like the kid water pump thing. We put the uh, the um, the flex in. It's white chunky oh, stuff. It yeah, yeah, rubber. yeah. And we'll skeet it on every dot. I mean, on every screw, like um, ice okay. cream drop. Okay. Well, Angie, I think either way it's got to be sealed. Yeah, I, th- screw. I think the uh, the the way to go here sounds like uh, going to get some screws that are a little bit longer that were in there before. A little bigger, you know? a little yeah. bigger thread, so it can grab a little more wood as it goes in. You know, and then have okay. a bigger washer. But it sounds like it's doable. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's common. Yeah. The well, only thing that people make the mistake of when they walk on those metal roofs. They walk on the uh, riblets and they bend them, and that causes a roof leak as well. So you want to walk in between the uh, oh the panels. Okay, all right, Angie. Walk okay, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. All right, let's go to Gary. He lives in Georgia, and he has got a uh, horror story for the ages. What's going on, Gary? <laughs> hey, gentlemen, how you doing today? Good. What's going on? Well, my brother and I we. Uh, Found a fantastic piece of property mm-hmm. for a really great price. It was a four-bedroom, four-bath, acre-and-a-half of property, built in the 60s, just a beautiful home. But the uh, main support beam on the foundation was uh, bad. Uh-huh. So it had to be replaced. Right. And my brother has a little bit of contracting experience, so he said, let's do it ourselves. Yeah. Well, that's where you go Hold wrong, this. right there. Right. <laughs> There's your first bad decision. It. Yeah. All right, we, go we, for it. So we got everything jacked up. We got all the supports underneath it. We replaced the the wooden beam with the steel beam. Uh-huh. And then we got it underneath of there, and we jacked it on up where it was supposed to be. We had people on the inside of the house with levels. Uh-huh. You know, tell us when. And pretty much every wall inside the home cracked. And the main support wall collapsed. Oh, oh no! And the center of the roof fell. Down. Oh no! Whoa! <laughs> did nobody get hurt? Did they? This... No, no, no! Everybody started running when the wall started cracking. Whoa! Yeah, that yeah, and, I uh, would too. And they were screaming, and we didn't understand what they were screaming. We thought, you know, and yeah. then all of a sudden we heard all the bang and the yeah. Okay, so and, Gary that, is going to start the day with with nice, Gary. imploding a home. Sure. Yes. Now, there's a lot of people that can't do that. Right. That's good, wow. Gary. We didn't, we didn't think we were going to either. I understand. That's the way it turned out. I am impressed Me with that. Me too. I really am. All right, thanks, Gary. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, I promised that I would let you guys know my story. Dell, you've heard this years ago oh, when yes. we first started the show, but okay, my story. I, you know, of course, I've been doing this handy hubby thing forever. I've been doing, you know, projects around the house, and, you know, I'm like the handyman. Well, uh, early on in my handyman career, I was, uh, my wife and I decided that we wanted to expand our bathroom. Uh, we had a little single bathroom in the master that we were going to expand to a double vanity and the whole nine yard. Well, I started doing the work. I had a closet right next door that I blew out that I was able to go and take some space from, and I got that. Uh, then I was, uh, putting everything together. I got a new, uh, new vanity in there with the two sinks and the whole nine yards. And I was doing the plumbing and set everything up. And then, um, I got down to the very end of the, the water lines that feed the faucets, right? Mm -hmm. Right. The water lines Mm -hmm. that feed the faucets from the wall. And 
my wife said, yeah, go ahead and get it. So we'll, so we can go ahead and use the sink. Well, I got gentlemen, I bought the cheapest thing I could buy. And mm. it was that, uh, the pump off can. that, that nylon, uh, gray plastic yeah. pipe right. kind right. of stuff. Oh, no. And so anyway, everything was working. Everything was great. I come to work. <laughs> I get a call around 2.30 from my daughter saying the house is flooded. You wow. need to come home. The upstairs roof is caved in. Like the, I mean, the whole nice. Night, what had happened is that oh, gosh. that little thing had popped off, yep, and that yes. water just ran all, ran all day. day long. But they don't never pop off when you're there, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> but here's here here after all was said and done, mm. I had to get. I mean, we we had to get everything redone. It was That's a fifty thousand right. dollar fix. You mean for three more dollars, you could have saved fifty thousand? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> for three more dollars, I could have saved fifty thousand dollars. Sorry, I bought that lesson. Right, <laughs> those lines should not too. be sold. <laughs> no, they, they were good while you're there watching and checking and looking for the leak. Right. As soon as you leave mm-hmm. and, and think everything is okay, that's when it happens. They have pre-made braided hoses, folks. Yes. That's what you want to look for. All right. Oh, oh number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Oh, you can uh, also go to uh, or you can send us an email. Fix it one hundred one at mpbonline.org. Time for us to take our first break of the hour today. We're looking for your home improvement nightmare stories and any projects you may have been working on. Call us with your questions comments or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And when we come back from the break, we'll let you know if you've been using your duct tape as instructed. Six reasons not to use duct tape. Got to hear that. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, we are going to talk about duct tape, but we're going to take our call from Nancy and Pastor Christian first. Nancy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Good uh-huh. Thank you. Thank yes, you ma'am. So, call. what's going on this uh, well, morning? I, I was calling real uh, for two two reasons. Mm-hmm. First, I have a friend who happens to be out of state at the moment, but she says she needs she has a 50 foot extra uh, building on her property, and she needs to put a new roof on it. Mm-hmm. But first, it has to have some construction done. Who should she call in the Long Beach area? <clears throat> Uh, gentlemen, uh, now we're, I'm, Nancy, we're not going to be able to give you a name of oh, okay. a okay. place uh, that that wouldn't be proper. It, honestly, oh, there's okay. probably 200 names in the book, but we can oh. give you a direction of which to to Just test those things out. Two. Sure. Okay. You can always look. Uh, there are a couple of resources down there. Number one, the Mississippi State Board of Contractors, uh, okay. which is online, and that's a yep. MSBOC. Something like that. Yep, yep, yep. You're yeah, right. Take a look at it. Okay. Mississippi State Board of Contractors. Contractors. And that will make sure that it, the one that you find is certified, insured, uh-huh. and all that other jazz. Okay. Um, the other is to go to 
Home Builders of the Coast? Is yeah, yeah, your saying? your Home Builders Association. Um, that's another great resource um, to find qualified contractors. Right. Uh-huh. Okay, very good. Oh, wait, okay. the, uh, the uh, Board of Contractors uh, website is msboc.us. Right. Dot .us. Dot .us. Uh-huh. Okay, not .com or net or anything. Right, dot .us. Dot .us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would, would that be who you would recommend? I, I had a, a old pipe in the house that probably was here, obviously, from the beginning of 30-some years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the pipe finally rotted out or whatever and it's behind the wall where the kitchen sink is, so you have to go all right. the way through the sheetrock, do I need a... I need a construction person to come in, and after I uh, have already had the pipe replaced, whatever, now I need a, a a home construction person or a home builders. You're talking about to do some sheetrock on the wall well, and that no, sort of to, thing? just remodel the whole kitchen. Oh. Yeah now, yeah, now that sounds like an insurance claim, too. Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, okay, yes, good, is. good. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, just say, I mean, pick, pick your contractor the same way. Yeah, um, that that you would that, use the, those. the roofer, and you can throw in the Better Business Bureau also sure. if that's something that you're interested in using. Uh, you know, all those things are there as resources for you to uh, weed out anyone who might not be that, credible. That's right. And and then once you get those names, mm-hmm. also check that check that contractor by real simply give me the names of people you are presently working for. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know a job you did last month. Okay. I want to know Mrs. Jones's number that you're working for right now. Uh-huh. And then I'm picking up the phone and I'm calling those individuals. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, very good. So, That's fantastic. Yeah. Just a little bit of homework will save you dollars <laughs> and, and, and sleepless <laughs> nights and, like and you know, a right. bunch of grief. So. And definitely check... Um, Trust your instincts. If you don't feel right, it's not right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Very uh, good. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nancy. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. We've got an uh, email here that I'm going to get to, and then we'll hit the duct tape. All right. So I've got an email here from Donna, and she says, My split-level home, circa 1965, has case-brand wall-hung toilets. Mm. Wow. First of all, how cool is that? Right. And how often do you see that? That's awesome. Uh, one of the se- on the second level, one on the second level, and two on the top level. Wow. All on the same wall. Uh, replacement toilet seats for this particular case toilet are 150 plus, and tank assemblies are 250 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so expensive that it makes more sense to just kind of replace the toilet if possible. She asks, can this be done? I'm guessing it would be near impossible to convert them to conventional toilets. These case toilets were state-of-the-art in their day but are simply old. I'm having a hard time figuring out where to start. We we kind of talked about this email in a break earlier. Jeff, uh, Dell, go ahead and jump in where you want. But, uh, wow, a toilet that's mounted to a wall is definitely a different construction uh, pattern. You know, I'm thinking if if I can get parts, uh, I'm probably going to stick with what I have. Yeah, yeah it's cheaper to keep her. Um, um, but, and then her question was, can we do it? 
Of course. I mm-hmm. mean, we put men on the moon. We can do. We can run plumbing we, again. Oh, of yeah. course we can. Now, will your checkbook support that? Right. So. Um, the difference I, is, is that if you've got a, a, a wall-mounted toilet, you've got a hole in that wall. You right. don't need that hole. If you're going to go to a conventional toilet, you're going to need a hole in the floor. Well, now we're talking construction costs. Yeah, and I, you know, I think I would tackle that just like anything else, uh, any project I'm going to do. I'm going to call a couple plumbers, let them come out there, find out what it's going to take for them to do their part. They're going to damage stuff, so you're going to need a a construction um, person to come repair what they have to um, yeah, do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're going to have to cut holes in the floor. Do you have tile? Do you have hardwood? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of factors here. Uh, but I would start with my plumber, get that price compared to what my parts would, would, would run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Lord forbid if you got to go through concrete. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah right. Is this, is this conventional? Or are you on a slab? Um, oh, well, no. She said second floor and third floor. Oh yeah. So, okay. Okay. So okay. So that that makes this project a little easier, uh, but still, you're going to have to cut. You're going to cut into walls. You're going to have to cut into floors. So and fixing so, the old toilets would be definitely cheaper. I, I think yes. so. If you could get the parts. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Uh, well, before we took uh, that email, we were talking before the break. Uh, we touched on duct tape a little last week as a necessity for your toolbox. It's not always the best fix for every situation. Let me, let me qualify this by saying duct tape is the thing that you have that saves your life at the moment. Yeah, true. But then <laughs> you have to actually fix the thing. Here are the top six conditions where duct tape falls short and what adhesive tape you should be using instead. Hmm. Heat. For heat, despite the name duct tape, despite its name, standard issue duct tape is actually not a good choice for sealing or repairing heating and ventilation ducts. The heat softens the adhesive, causing it to lose strength. If you've ever seen like uh, uh, duct tape on a hot day in Mississippi, right. it's just like goo on the bottom. It's sure, yeah. yeah, that's that's what they're talking about. The alternative is all-purpose aluminum foil tape. Foil tape can work in certain situations up to 248 degrees Fahrenheit and is flame retardant. Well, you can cook with that. That's right. <laughs> the other one is uh, where you don't want to use duct tape is water. Duct tape is water-resistant, not waterproof. It will work in a pinch, but it's not a permanent solution, obviously. Alternative all leak repair tape, uh, specially formulated. This permanent adhesive forms a watertight seal. Uh, duct tape will not do that. Like I said, now duct tape will get you out of, hey, the hose sprung a leak, you know, for right now. It'll get you out of that jam, but you're eventually going to have to fix it anyway. By the way, I saw duct tape used on a television show one time as a tourniquet, and I thought, this is wow. genius. That is genius. You know, they put it on there. It's completely tight, and, pull, you know, it was great. If your car runs 200 miles an hour, you could tape something on your car. That's true. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, uh, cold. Now, this is another one. Like we talked about with heat, most tapes do not perform well in cold temperatures. Extreme cold hardens the adhesive and diminishes sticking power of existing duct tape. And the alternative mm. is all-weather repair tape that can last in temperatures as low as minus 30. Wow. wow. Well, hopefully I'll never, ever have a, an occasion to <laughs> use that. Never have to experience that <laughs> Right. No. Uh, temporary repairs. By the way, if you want to uh, get a question in uh, or, or, or get a home improvement idea, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. 
That's 877-672-7464. Or, last, or like the last person that emailed in, you can send us an email at fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Sorry, Jeff. And, um, okay, so temporary repairs. This is where duct tape really shows its stuff. It shows off right here. Temporary mm-hmm. repairs. Self-explanatory. Uh, sealing a window pane, hanging poly sheeting, uh, temporary holds with all... Uh, they all kind of leave that sticky residue with duct tape, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to, you can use an all-purpose high-track polyethylene tape. But I did figure out a great way to get that sticky stuff off of whatever it's on if it will handle alcohol. Mm. Uh, the other day, I had to get a whole bunch of the stickers from the inside of my daughter's car off, you know. And I used the use a razor blade to to peel all the stickers from the inside off. Then I just got – and I looked online – and it said, oh, you just use regular rubbing alcohol on that glue mm-hmm. stuff. Everybody used to say lighter fluid and everything else. Just use regular rubbing al- uh, alcohol, and that comes right off, that sticky stuff on the inside. Yes. Anyway, uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a call. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Claire's on the line in Jackson. And you've got a question between propane and gas? Yes. So we bought this house and it's got a 250-gallon tank buried in the yard and that is only sourcing uh, or only being used for a fireplace and an emergency generator that doesn't turn on weekly. It only turns on, you know, if the power goes out. Um, But we've just gotten a threatening letter from the gas company that we have to sign up with them in order to keep the tank and all this. They're going to come rip it out of the yard. <laughs> they have all these big minimums they want us to reach. And sure. I just don't see the point in all of that um, because we could pipe gas from the street and wire everything like that. And then I can get a gas stove, which would be really exciting. I'm just wondering if you guys see a point in keeping propane versus I guess, costliness of doing natural gas? Well, boy, you, I, that's you, something that Hank Hill would argue back and forth well, all day. Well, yeah, see, you, you make some good points, uh, uh, Claire. Um, consider this. When you change from po- propane to natural, and this is not a big deal, but it's still something that has to be done, the... The jets, we're going to call them the jets, and it's just a delivery of fuel, have to be changed in the existing system appliances you have mm-hmm. now. Generator, uh, and you said something, maybe fireplace or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, although we okay. could get rid of that gas fireplace, and it's already That's right. a wood-burning one. Sure, so. sure. <laughs> that, that one's easy. Generator is a little, little more difficult, but still can be done. Okay. Um, you can... All they're asking you to do is rent that tank. It's not a big deal. Uh, I've got a 250-gallon tank at my country. I have a 250-gallon tank at my personal home, and it's 60, 70 bucks a year, maybe, tank rental. Right. Um, And and, and they can't make you buy natural, I mean, make you buy propane. You're going to buy what you're going to use. I don't think it's worth it. I, I really don't. Um, that's just my personal opinion. No, wait, hang on. Which part do you not think is worth it? Right. Oh, I wouldn't change. I, I okay. would not change from natural to 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 propane. And and that's just my that's chocolate and vanilla. Uh, so, okay. But what about the stove? <laughs> no, you can get a stove. Absolutely. 
but a propane tank is not going to support a stove for very long. Of course it is. To get, of course what? it is. No, I've got one at home. I've got one in my at my country cabin. She's talking about using the stove, man. Well, of course you right. can. <laughs> right. I have heard from so many people that 250 gallons is going to have to get refilled all the time if I'm using a stove all the time. No, ma'am. No. Okay. No, no, no. That's a lot of propane. Oh, that's a ton of propane. It's 250 <laughs> gallons. I mean, come I on. I use a lot of stove. I mean, well, picture this. How long does that that five-gallon tank last on your barbecue grill? Oh, I wouldn't know. I don't use propane. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So, it lasts a few, uh, at least a few cooking hours. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You can also send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Um, it's time for another break. And when we come back, we're going to continue looking for your home improvement horror stories and anything else you're working on this time of year. Stay tuned and call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. When we come back from the break, we'll tackle uh, one of the scariest repairs in the house, the wobbly toilet. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org okay we were going to talk about the wildly toilet when we came back but you know what let's hit some propane i think we're going to talk about propane let's talk about propane real quick uh bob's on the line on the coast what's going on bob hey i didn't actually just want to talk about propane Uh, but the lady was concerned with fuel consumption Mm mm-hmm and I had just a suggestion. Okay. For years, I mean, I cook with gas. I drive my clothes with gas. I heat my house with gas. Anything I can do with gas, I do with gas because I absolutely love it. But I have natural gas, and she was concerned with fuel consumption with propane, mm-hmm. and I can see that. But if she's concerned with cooking, she can get a dual-fuel gas oven and stove. She can do a cooktop with her propane gas top and an electric oven which actually what? bakes yeah, more evenly and sure. so forth anyway sure that's awesome and and the, the i mean i'm gonna cook with with gas on top anyway because I, I love to cook you know my stove top right. got to be gas but i actually prefer to bake with with electricity mm-hmm. so she's gonna save a lot of a lot of fuel there anyway just a suggestion wow that's fantastic bob thanks mm-hmm. all right have a good day later Let's keep on moving. Uh, Kathleen's on the line in Osaka, and she's got a propane versus gas fight. What's going on, Kathleen? Yeah, right now, right now, I'm walking out my back door so I can actually talk to you. These these new high tech phones just cease to, never cease to amaze me. Um, I have the um, propane gas, uh-huh. half for twenty plus. Uh, the only repair I've ever had to do on it was a gauge, and it was under twenty five dollars. Huh. And if she's interested in the consumption of the gas. Mm-hmm. I rather it, because when you turn it off, it's off. When you have electric, it continues to heat, especially in the stove area. 
and you have to account for that in your, in your like if you've got your air conditioner on. But I use it. It's economical. And if you own your own tank, you can go ahead and contract a private um, gas uh-huh. delivery person. Uh-huh. There, there's one in this area. Uh, it usually takes me two, three hundred dollars if I went to a company company. Mm-hmm. And uh, this uh, was a hundred and a quarter. Okay. And my tank's half full, and I've got a two hundred fifty gallon tank. All right, sounds good, Kathleen. Appreciate it. Okay. Let's keep on moving with the uh, the gas stuff here. Scotty Ray is in Enville and has got a horror gas story. So you've combined the uh, gas thing we've been talking about with the horror story thing we started talking about. So what well, do you good got? Good morning, y'all. How you doing, Scotty Ray? Well, I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is a horror story. It might be. I'm, I'm looking for y'all to tell me right. whether or not it is. I'm hoping it's just like a joke you'd read in Reader's Digest. Uh-huh. But I got uh, this <laughs> gas tank, and it's it's one of those big ones with a cap, sort of like a minimalist submarine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And it was filled up in 20 out 4 Mm-hmm. Didn't want it to be, but it was. Right. Right. And it's been sitting there ever since. And don't know the gas company which one filled it up or anything like that. And what I want to do is get that gas out of there. And do y'all know anything about going about that? Would uh, would I be able to call up any gas company and say, I got some free gas for y'all? Or what do you do? You, you're not using that propane tank any longer? No, it's it's never been used by me. It was filled up in 20 out four, and like I said, and uh, it's, it hasn't been touched since the gas company filled it up. Wow. Huh. Have you thought about selling it? Can you do that? I don't know. You know, I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> Scotty. I think I think I'm calling. Um, uh, where do you live? I don't even know where that is. Uh, yeah, it's at, uh, uh, if you're coming from Belden, it's at the end of Enville Road. Okay, <laughs> know exactly where it is now. <laughs> um, no, I I think I'm calling my local propane company and say, hey man, come get this tank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 I think at that point they're going to come get the tank. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to have the whole tank gone. Yeah, well, it, it, I think it's very, very simple. Find out who owns that tank, <laughs> because I, it, gosh, I mean, you would think you would be getting a tank rental bill, right? Um, yeah, but sure ain't. Well, hmm. call them; they'll be glad to give you one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what I should do is just start calling the companies and maybe give them the address. Oh, of course. Yeah, somebody's gonna. Somebody's going to be responsible for that tank, and and I think I think one of the gas companies will will be glad to come get it. All right, Scotty, we appreciate it. Sorry about that uh, phone quality there. Bob's on the line in Mobile. What's going on? You got a concrete around the flange question? Yeah, I've got a rusted out flange. I'm going to do a repair job on it, um, and uh, I went out and picked up a tub of anchor cement, quickrete. And then I watched, you know, of course, I'm planning to drill into it. All right, hang on, hang on, Bob. Hang on, let's back up for just a second. What are you doing, Bob? Are you talking to toilet flange? Mm hmm. Flange is rusted out in the concrete slab. Oh, I got you. Okay. Cast iron pipe. Mm hmm. Yep, yep, yep. At some point, I had some some guy said, you know, he said, said, here's a good, here, I'll send my plumber over. And the guy comes over and he chips up the concrete, Mm. does a half ass job. Two days later, the flange is leaking. Yeah. So then another guy comes out and looks at it, and he does his little patch, doesn't even shim the toilet. A week later, it's leaking. Sure. Mm. So I just put up with it leaking for 10 years, and finally I said, enough is enough. I'm going to fix this thing, pull the toilet off, and said, oh, 
crap, I forgot about the concrete. Right. <laughs> so I can't, you know, I had drills and got, well, got a hammer drill and some concrete bolts and whole nine yards. And I'm like, oh, shoot. So. That's not what you said, Bob. But go ahead. <laughs> so anyways, I'm working with a chamber pot and, I, and, <laughs> and I've got to, I've got, I've, I've, going to get this thing fixed but i was concerned the concrete would be too hard to drill because it's anchoring cement. yeah no you know concrete's going to be easy to drill with the proper bit and the proper hammer drill mm-hmm. but okay. it, do you still have the cast iron flange oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna remove it okay you're gonna go inside the cast iron pipe cut I'm it gonna, off and, and, ins- and install yep. a new plastic flange Oh uh, yeah, I might I might go plastic. I might I might go P- PVC. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Same thing. Yeah. But you you ha- do you have the ability to cut that cast iron pipe? Uh, cast iron pipe well, cutter? I'm not going to cut it with a torch. I'll just take my time and use a power tool. Man, okay. have a good day with that. It's <laughs> about what it's going to take. <laughs> I, maybe I can get uh, if I if I go down deep enough, I might be able to get a jigsaw around it. Um, uh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a it's grinder on the inside. But yeah, the the cast iron pipe has got to be cut, and then you can put your new flange, you know, inside that that uh, right. cast iron pipe. They do rent you, those cutters, those cast iron pipe cutters. Oh yeah. yeah, you can you can you can buy that. You can rent one. You know, you don't have to Home buy. Depot. Huh? Yeah, rent okay. one. Cool. Oh no, kidding! That's a good tip. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Bob. We appreciate it. Have a good day. All right, number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org, like this person right here. Uh, says, good morning. A friend's water heater rusted and leaked, ruining quite a bit of flooring. Should water heaters be drained periodically, or what other maintenance should be done? Should the gas or electricity be turned off draining the tank? Uh, thanks, Tim, in Illinois. Mm. So, wow. uh, well, Tim, uh, one of the things that I'm thinking is that, well, no, they don't typically um, leak like that. But if it rusted out, I mean, that's just well, it's just steel. That's the know, lifetime. It, of it, it should be sitting in a in a pan. in a emergency drain pan. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm going to recommend is go with a tankless. Um, I'm a firm believer. And getting rid of the tanked water heaters and going tankless. Well, he says, should water heaters be drained periodically? Obviously, if you've got a tankless, no draining to be done. Um, You know, the thing that we see a lot, at least here uh, and in a lot of the South, is hard water deposits on the elements, the heating elements. And that's usually what burns out uh, those water heaters. But this sounds like a rust problem, maybe rusted through. Yeah, I think it yeah. sounds like a, just a wore out. My, my, it's just know, time. Everything has a life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm with Jeff. You want to uh, you want to replace this thing with a uh, uh, a tankless heater or not? You know, I, I'm going yeah. tankless. Okay. So, is there any reason at this point forward, from 2018 forward, that someone should get a regular water heater? Well, there's there's two schools of thought on that. You'll have um, you'll have like Doug Rye type people mm-hmm. will tell you that the tanked water heater uh, will actually save you um, um, 
save you more money than a tankless. I don't agree really? with that. Okay. All right. Um, well, it's good to know it's out the, there. The downside to the tankless, uh, depending on how far it is from the delivery point mm-hmm. to the to where you need it, like the shower head, it or can whatever. take a minute to to uh-huh. get to get hot water. I think a tank is more um, a little faster, a little quicker. So, um, uh, again, I, I'm I'm going tankless, Dell. So, well, you know, I'm traditional, so I just keep changing those um, tanks. Right. You know. <laughs> but about every 10 years, just get prepared to change it. And, and that's what I was thinking when you said it was rusted. I was like, well, it's just time for a new one. Right. And, you know, I'm not draining or doing nothing extra to it. I set it and forget it. And there's Ten definitely. Years later, I change it again. Right now, at least, there's definitely a price difference between the two, the older technology sure. of the tank and the newer technology of the tankless. There's a big it's, price difference right it's now. It's like a loan. But that gap will either close or tanks will go away. Well, you know, the problem with tanks now, um, a new tank is not going to go up your disappearing staircase. It's it's too big. Oh. They're, they're making them shorter and, and bigger and around. Okay. Oh, yeah. And um, so that's an issue. Um, Interesting. I didn't I, even know that. I don't know why we've done that, yeah. but this country has. Okay. So. All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're going to take time for our last break of the hour. Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on. Obviously, you can send us an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. During the break, see if you can answer this question. What type of certification should you look for when buying consumer electronics? This is the same certification you should look for when buying Halloween and Christmas yard decorations. We'll have the answer for you right after the break. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast. The number one MBB podcast. Thank you. Um, that's right. Using any podcast app or the MPB public media app, you can always listen back to uh, Fix It 101. And if you want to find a, uh, a favorite show on a favorite topic, you can look it up that way, too. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Yes, sir, Dale. I just wanted to ask Jeff, because um, he's our fire marshal, in the debate of uh, tankless versus um, the tank um, water tower, mm-hmm. which one you you know has, have you seen more fires occurring? I've actually never experienced a fire due to the water heater. Um, wow! Wow! Cool. Not, Shut not, down. Not that I can think of. Cool. Uh, I mean, in fact, there's one tankless water heater that you can purchase that is so efficient. It doesn't even have to be vented. Wow. It vents inside the attic. That's insane. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. It it is so efficient. Okay. So, all right. Well, lines are filling up. Let's go to it, guys. Teresa's on the line in Hattiesburg, and uh, she's got a question about underlayment in the crawl space. Are you with us, Teresa? Yes, I'm here. So, what's going on? Yeah. Well, um, I recently had an annual termite inspection, and they told me that there was mold in the crawl space under the house. My house is. 70 years old mm-hmm. okay. and um when i asked them about it they said 
that there was green mold that wasn't brown or white or whatever the other mm-hmm. colors of mold are, but that in order to remediate it, they would need to treat it, and they recommended putting a vapor barrier or underlayment under mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the so house is 70 years old, and I'm just wondering about about this, about what the process is and who do I contact and if it's really necessary. Boy, there's your question right there. <laughs> Um, wow, that's that's fantastic. What's, what sort of home is, is this a conventional foundation home? Obviously, because you need an underlayment. But and we got a crawl space. Yeah, got a crawl space. So it's got a crawl space. It's only it's only two or three feet high. Wow, crawl space maybe maybe four in places. I don't know. Well, the, I think I think the the thing is obviously you know any uh, conventional foundation home may need that sort of underlayment, yes. but Gone 70 years without. Well, it, it's a fact. You need visqueen over the over the um, ground. You need a heavy mill visqueen. And then more, more importantly, or as important, you need proper ventilation. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the house needs to be ventilated. So I'm, I'm sure you have foundation vents. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's um, cutouts. It, it has right. a brick um, facing around the okay. around this, and it has some cutouts where there's holes in it. Where, where there's a vent. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's been there 70 years with no issues. Right. Right. And it's green mold, which means it grew recently. It's yeah. newer. It's Man, uh, I, I sure would like to... You know, you need to get somebody under there. You, you know what, Teresa? Opinion. Have you had a second person go and give you another opinion? Um, not yet, but that's what I was thinking of doing is to call somebody else. But I don't even know um, is the exactly green who on do I brick? call for something like this. Oh, Hattiesburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to have several options. Yes. Um, okay. You should get on the phone, but do get a couple of different estimates there. Don't ask them what would this cost. Ask them if there's a problem. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay. You don't want somebody making up something so that they can have a job, you know? So make sure to have someone else check you, it. You might call a certified home inspector and say, I sure would like my, the underside of my uh, house inspected. Yeah, those cost about, what, 200 Yeah, maybe if you're just going to do the underside, maybe yeah. a little less. Okay. You know? That's worth doing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, and, Teresa. Okay. Oh. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, uh, let's keep moving. We got him coming in. Gary is in Oxford, and he's got a horror story about a sagging roof. Oh no, I'm sorry, Gary. What's going on, man? Well, it's a uh, it's an old house, and I've been in it for about 22 years, and haven't had to redo the roof or anything. And uh, I was looking up in the attic, and you know, it's a uh, like 1950s house, so it, I think you guys call it stick construction. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's either trusses or stick built yeah it's it's stick built okay and i saw where some of the uh rafter i guess i don't know the term going from the ridge pole had separated from the ridge line okay Mm. and so i'm wondering if i'm about to get into a horror story yes (laughs) dell didn't even stop he he needs to be rebraced bottom line he need uh a carpenter or something to come out there and look at that and see about reinforcing it. Because yeah, they, the, you know, there should be cross bracing yeah. just under that king ridge. 
mm-hmm. from from one um, rafter to the other rafter. Okay. You, you follow me? Uh-huh. At that apex right there, come down a couple foot or so, and there should be a cross brace there. Right. Called wind bracing. Is that is that installed? Yes. Then, then take another step and have it braced off to a, what they call a low-bearing wall. That wall would help support that roof and push that back up where that swagger is, with okay, uh, so wheels coming across. Interesting. I didn't like think that. about that. Yeah. yeah so they, well, they a, didn't build them all like that at first, but now they do. So this is a carpenter issue or mm-hmm. a roofing or a roofer issue. You want a carpenter to come out and get you back uh, braced up. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Yes, sir. Have a good day. All right, let's uh, move along to Buford and uh, Ridgeland, and he wanted to talk about those tankless water heaters. How's it going, Buford? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. So you were saying? Do what? What was your question about the tankless water heaters? The the price of of a hot water heater, uh, that's a tankless hot water heater. How much do they cost? Yeah. Um. Well, that's a broad question. Yeah. You, know, you can get them for eight hundred dollars. Yeah, low end. Uh, you can buy them for sixteen hundred. That, that's uh, um. Well, that, what's the average? What's the average price of, of I, one of them? I, I'm going to say six to eight hundred. Okay, now what about a uh, instead uh, of houses a hundred feet long? Uh, would a man need two of them? Or could you put sort of the central part of the house and and it wouldn't take so long for that? I wanted to get well, through. yeah, it's a good point, but what? how many service locations do you have? Bath? How many baths? Uh, do you have an outdoor kitchen, indoor kitchen? Um, do, do you oh, have a jacuzzi yeah, well, tub got, and I've things got, that uh, uh, Bathrooms at each end of the house. Uh, in my office, I've got one, and then back in the bedroom, uh, there's two bathrooms back there and all. Right. On the very end of it, see. So, three bath. What, I, one one tankless sized properly should be sufficient. Well, right now I'm using, I've got and these are gas hot water heaters. I've got one on the on on one end of the house completely, and the other one down at the uh, at the next, near the bedroom. You know, the so one it won't take so long for the hot water yeah. to get to you. You can buy a big enough water heater tankless to handle that, and and still still go with one. Well, I, well, what about what about the size of them tankless water heaters? Well, they 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 that that's what I said. That that's where your price range comes in, right? Uh, you can get, um, I think it's ten ten gallons per minute, maybe. Um, well, they've got several models built for residential sure. and several models built for well, commercial. I, I'm not familiar. I've been I've been, I, I've been familiar with them for many years, but I've always sort of been leery of them. Uh, uh, what about does your water just uh, run through it and heat it as it runs through it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so in this tank, there's no water stored. It's just a heating unit. Is that correct? That's right. There's a series of coils. Flame goes up between the coils, heating the water as it goes through the coils. All right. Now, the next question is, what about the plumbing of it? Is that pretty expensive? I'm sorry. Do that again. What about installing one of them? Oh, uh, it definitely. You know, you've got to have. Uh, I mean, plumbers are hundred bucks an hour. Right. It's a plumber so, that installs that. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we'll have to get back to it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We are uh, <laughs> Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Dell Moore, Jeff Sammons, I am Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.